Blog Talk Radio. Joshua Live here Sunday night at 11 on Blog Talk Radio. Here with my review of Sharknado 2. Actually, I didn't watch the show. <laughs> um, JT Fresh live on the show tonight. Another get for the show. Talented artist. Give us a call, 718-664-6482. I know a lot of people are scared to call into the show, but uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. I ask people all the time to call in when they're super prompt and they don't do it. And as if they will regret that. <laughs> anyway, I uh, want to thank again Robert Wilson for doing the uh, Smile Empty Soul tribute show with me this past Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, he's out there in New York. I'm here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, it was really good. The, the band itself gave us the permission to use their music, and I did now ask them to come on the show and I have not received an answer back yet. <laughs> so, uh, and next Sunday, um, might be having a save your soul on the show again. Not sure yet because of his schedule, whether or not it will permit that. So, uh, right now I have, uh, JP fresh. So that's the shit. So that's all you need to be concerned with. And, uh, about to have them on the line here. First, I wanted to solve more of the world's problems. Yeah, this is something I did on the show before. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really make it that audio. I just kind of moved, made that. <laughs> anyway, uh, before on the show, I told the whole world how to solve bank robberies and how to fix that. Uh, just add automatic locks to the doors on the bank, and that way, you know, anybody tries to go on the bank and rob it, and those are just going to be locked in there, so they're not going to be able to rob a bank. Suicide mission. Duh. <laughs> like, the problem is solved. It may cost a little bit of money, but, you know, if you're so concerned about, you know, bank robbers. So now uh, I'm going to solve another one of the world's problems, and this is a not a money thing, but a, a people thing. Uh, all the time, you know, people get approached by people in life that they do not want to have sex with. And, you know, this you know, it may happen to more people more often than it does me. <laughs> I don't get as many offers now as I used to, you know, in my younger days, back when I was all sexy, you know, going to the gym and playing basketball and stuff. <laughs> but be that as it may, uh, say, say someone comes up to you, uh, fellas, you know, and it's just a girl that, you know, she, she may be cool or whatever, but you don't want to fuck her. So uh, all you got to do is say you have ED. Now what ED is, it's erectile dysfunction, you know, and I, I deal with it every day, you know. <laughs> so, okay. well, yeah, I may have told someone that, so I have to say that I deal with erectile dysfunction. But it's really easy. Uh, if you're a girl, you know, and if some, some dude just will not leave you the fuck alone, you know. One, just ignore him because eventually, you know, you know, if you keep talking to the fuck, you know, he's going to stick around. 
but uh, if you just silence is the best way to get rid of somebody, you don't give them anything. <laughs> but all you got to do is say you have some horrible disease, you know, be it, you know, herpes, genital warts, whatever the case may be. Because, you know, as much as he may want to sleep with you, he's, he's going to have, you know, second thoughts about shit if you tell him that, you know, <laughs> his, his shit's going to burn for <laughs> Or say you have AIDS. Just flat out say that you have AIDS. And I'm saying, uh, like I'm solving a problem here. I'm I'm not saying that it's not going to create potential, you know, new problems for you. I'm just saying I'm going to solve the world's problems. Anyway, this is a uh, foolproof from JP Fresh, and he's coming on right after this. Roll up some more OG Bofari Make a moon rock Remember my brain You can never let the poop stop Here to get my boots knocked These bitches on my dick Like teenagers in tube socks Too hot You not so drop that shit Tell that little homie Cause I got these tricks Looking for your bitch You find that bit up on top of the stick Or keeping the proper distance So you can't catch a whip Like incense Place your bitches Get it I'm in it She's showing Yeah I'm grinning Don't mention I'm serving Y'all with love No tennis Yeah we bring the racket Clever with the letters Ain't no need to mask it Let her get the pedal Go deep and smash it Better when I pet her No need to ask bitch Shredder with the level When I peek I'm laughing. Never felt better cause I'm pleased it happened Cheese and grasp it This is our moment Who knows how long we'll even have it Peep the hazard The king of bastards JB Fresh that cheesy cracker Freely mastered Only got a problem with stingy asters Y'all motherfucker just best be Casper Let's get plastered Drink it faster Gotta find a better way to get it in my body So hand me the bongos of that And then I pass her That shit I'm the ass of the passer Holy Master run the crap out the rapper solely Ask him when I pass it Peep the glare on the foley Pass it on the passion Cause these hoes don't know me Catch me in the bathroom Get it back in the back of that dome piece Down in the hole Right now, that's that shit I don't need, I won't leave, I can't go But I had enough of these no-brain hoes, no brain oh These lame bros can't hang so, we aim for the highest What's buying? If you're selling, I might be buying Be smart about them drugs, then don't knock it till you try it Start a riot, you are the pilot, how you gonna take them when you can't stop buying? Fireworks behind your eyelids, can't come down, turn up the brightness Doesn't matter if you don't like it, the trip is over long before your life is Don't be mindless, it leads to blindness in that dirt iris Bitch. <laughs> 
Well, we got JP Fresh live on the air here. What's good, man? Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah, and uh, clearly from listening to that song just now, you clearly are not a newcomer. You clearly are a very skilled, talented individual. <laughs> uh, when did you start <laughs> rapping? Well, I've been following you for I'm a couple in... years. I knew I was late because well, I already seen you had some different projects out. Oh, hey, man, a lot of people are, though, and that's the thing, too. Um, I started when I was, like, like eight years old writing music. I tried writing music when I was like eight years old. Like I was really into R and B because I was I was a nineties baby and I was like ninety eight, that was just right after the big surge of like R and B that came through the nineties with Lauren Hill and all that. And I wanted to write R and B songs and it was really hard for me because I was a really bad singer. And I gave up on it for a while when I did sports and when I was eighteen I uh, started rapping. I just started getting an attitude about me, just the the teenager attitude that accompanied my vocabulary and my musical skills, so it just ended up kind of working out nicely, like, around the around the age of 18. So are there actual recordings of you singing anywhere? Because I haven't heard them. What's that? <laughs> are there any recordings that still exist of you singing? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, never, re- I never recorded as a, as, a, as a child, like... Like I wish, I wish I had the outlets. I may have, I may have pursued it more if I had the outlets to do something like that. But there's probably, it's probably for the better that those uh, recordings don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what was, what was the first project that you that you did where it was well, fully in the studio, released for real project? Oh, uh, uh, the first, the first studio, the first studio project I ever did. Still to this day, I don't think I've ever been to a. Um, like a uh, fully fully decked out studio, but I have been to uh, some serious homemade setups. You know what I mean? Like some people that know what they're doing. Um, the first one that I that I uh, put out was Midwest Music, and it was when I was uh, 19, about a year after I a year after I publicly started rapping so I, at 18. So um, then those all still exist on YouTube. Those are on SoundCloud still. So you can literally go on on YouTube and hear the first like first full 12 songs that I ever really wrote, like, since the beginning, those are on the internet now. So, like, when you hear, when you hear, like, Teach Me Out of Dougie was the first song that I really put out as a full song, and you can go on there to this day and listen to the first song that I, rap rap song that I ever really wrote and completed and put out for the public. So, to me, that's, that's pretty cool. A lot of people don't really have that out now and can still be proud of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know a lot of people, they, they would not put up the first things they did for the first five years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They would not. Yeah, that would that would not be up, and they would and and they wouldn't still be proud of it. You know what I mean? Like I moved on to bigger, bigger and better works, and really pushing myself to be a more skilled rapper. And I can still look back on those things today and be like, dang, I was still doing something. You know what I mean? Like I'm not ashamed of something that I did back then. So it just it 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 it, it kind of stands out to me right there. Well, that means that just simply means that you you have the God given talent and the knack for it. Like, a, like how, how long does it take you to write a song? Uh, well, I, um, it depends. Like, if I'm really like, if it's a feature and I'm really feeling the beat and like the, the other person killed it, like I can write it in like fifteen, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes, and it will. I, I'll be so proud of it. But if it's like one of my own songs, I'm really, um, I'm like super extra critical. Like, I do not. 
I do not like to put out stuff that I'm not comfortable with. So it could take me anywhere from like four hours to like like four hours of solid work, like straight just sitting down and writing, or it can take me like four hours over like a period of four days, me sitting down and writing for like 30 minutes twice a day, you know. Like sometimes I find myself um, dwelling on one subject when I write all at one time. I find myself dwelling on something too much rather than covering a whole broad spectrum of something that I'm trying to encapsulate in that song. Yeah, and I can tell that you're really unique in you know, with your uh, your music, your music selections, your uh, what you do. You really stand out. You, you don't hear uh, it's it's going to be hard to find songs of you on that YouTube. And that's YouTube.com/slash/JPFresh. I think the E might actually be the number three in the link. <laughs> is that is that the case? Yeah, if you yeah if you search if you search just JP Fresh like on a on a on a laptop or a computer on mobile, it's a little different. But if you search JP Fresh, I'm the I'm right up there with uh, some UK, United Kingdom um, sitcom, like so, and, and it has millions and millions of views. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm like the second one down of the selection. So if you search JB Fresh, my channel is like right there, and that's 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 weird because that's that's my a lot of people change their rap name like after the first few years of them being in the in the rap game or whatever, and my rap name has kind of benefited me a little bit. I don't know it. I don't know if it's not necessarily a popular one or whatever, but it just happens to stick out in search results like that. I didn't even know about the sitcom, the <laughs> UK sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, yeah I, I, know, I know that's strange, but yeah, I, I follow, I, yeah, I follow the analytics and stuff like that on uh, on the search revenue and shit like that, so I just want to make sure that, uh, that, you know, see who's all my stats and everything and see who's all popping up when I search me and... I found out that this you can't, it's not a very good show. I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's not really. It's kind of cut and dry humor. <laughs> so, so if, if, if anyone's searching for JP Press and you end up at that show and they're watching that show and they're wondering like, where is he or did he write this show? Like, uh, you have nothing to do with that show. That's yeah, wrong, yeah. Right? I didn't produce. I had nothing. Had nothing to do with that show. Did not produce it. <laughs> didn't write for it. Didn't do any of that stuff. So if there's no, if there's no rap music, even though the UK does have a pretty um, pretty a special taste for uh, for old school hip hop and the hip hop culture, which I would like to see. I would like to see the UK at some point or perform there. Yeah. So, who are some of your your favorite rappers? You know, coming up and up until now, because you have a real different sound. You know, you know, I'm I'm not hearing a real commercial thing. Like, I wouldn't expect your answer to be like Will I Am or. Black Eyed Peas or, or, or right. even like Drake. <laughs> right. So now, and now, um, my favorite artist. See, now I would say that my favorite artists are modern artists, like the mo- like the uh, the artists that really are like really. Um, when you listen to them, you go, "Man, I can't believe that they did that before I did," or like, "Man, I can't. I'm pissed that they did that." You know, like because they because they do something so good that it's like. Oh, it just it, it makes you wish that you had a part in that, you know. Like um, probably Flatbush, like the Flatbush Zombies. They're from Brooklyn, and uh, or Danny Brown. Like it's so hard to pick. I couldn't. There's no way I could pick because everyone's got their it, everyone's got their own flavor. You know what I mean? It's like, and every day you want a different taste, you know. So it's it, it's really hard to pick, especially as an artist, you know, because every day you wake up and feel different. Yeah. So. Uh... What is what is the importance of uh, standing out and being different? Because you know, I'm sure you know. I'm sure you have people that, like prompt you, like, "Yeah, check out my shit." Uh, 
you know, there's less talented rappers that release material you know, all over the internet. And um, anytime I see you, you put something up and somebody's you know, commenting on it, I'm like, yeah, when you become famous. And it's just been me reading that over and over. Like, everyone believes in you and you're that guy. So, you know, if you encountered any jealousy or hate from other people just, just as you're just doing your thing there. Well, uh, I mean, it's a loaded question, yeah, but. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I get, like I got, I get mad love. Like I get mad love from people, but it, love don't, you know, love don't spread the word. You know what I mean? Like people will comment and tell me that I'm doing good, but what I'm really looking for is like people telling other people. But the only, the only time I ever really get hate from anybody is uh, normally uh, friends of other rappers. You know what I mean? Like or fans and friends of other rappers. Like not those not-so-talented internet rappers. Um, and it, it it's not it doesn't bother me any because if they're worried about me, they ain't worried about anything that they're doing. And it's really just they're spinning their wheels trying to talk to me and jaw at me. You know, it's not going to hurt my feelings or my rap career any, and it just gives me somebody to aim at, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and it's, it's internet rappers... <laughs> An internet rapper, the differential between an internet rapper and like a real true artist in your mind. Uh, see, uh, innovation, trying to innovate, and not just trying to be a part of the part of the pack. You know, like everyone can everyone can write a rap a rap song. If you spend enough time, anybody can write a rap song. But are you trying to write a rap song that is challenging you and what you can actually do? Are you sitting down and getting like? Are you sitting down and trying to improve yourself every single time, or are you just there going through the motions? An artist will challenge themselves every day. They will try to go a little deeper, maybe make that lyric work one one more extra way to get a little more depth in their voice or their their verse. An internet rapper will write one catchy hook, one song maybe that he wrote with his homie or whatever, claim all the claim all the all the fame, and then promote it with money and then get, you know, however many thousands of views to not have one fan. You know what I mean? So whether I have a thousand, uh, whether I have a thousand views and 50 likes and that was all grassroots, I know that those people really actually went there to like that video and went there to enjoy that rather than seeing it in an advertisement or rather than seeing it, somebody making fun of it, like an internet rapper, you know, a less talented internet rapper. And there's a, I would say, I want, I want to say some huge number, like 600,000, but I mean, there's probably like a thousand rappers in every, in every city. And um, that's got to be hurting that. Like it's, it's got to make it harder to promote yourself as being a rapper when other people that, you know, don't know you yet have just heard pure shit and garbage and listen to country music. Yeah. They would not be interested. Yeah. But if they heard your shit, maybe they, maybe they would like it. But uh, how do you how do you like how do you promote yourself so well? Because myself and other people end up following you over the years and and uh, past couple of years and, and into what you do and like like is that difficult to is it difficult to say yeah I'm I'm here I'm I'm a rapper I'm up and coming I'm doing this. Well, it's it uh, yes it the way you just said it right there yes it is it is very difficult to say that I'm a rapper because of so much garbage that is out there. Like you're just, it almost makes you not even want to be a rapper. Like it's like, not because you, not because you don't love it. You know what I mean? Cause I love the expression and the freedom of the lifestyle, but it makes you not, it, it makes you, um, 
just kind of want to abandon the game because the people that are in it now don't understand the hip-hop lifestyle. They don't understand that rapping is what you do, hip-hop is what you live. You know what I mean? Like, they don't understand that. And with promotion, though, with with being a rapper and trying to get other people to listen to your stuff, the idea is just being genuine, you know? You got to make sure that you're not just asking for people to look at it and like it and share it just for fame. You got to make sure you're showing the right people. Like, you show one person, and if that's the right person, they'll show three people, you know what I mean? They're going to show three of the right people because those are the, those are the people that are going to connect on that level with that video or that song. So it's just really placement, you know, finding the right people that are going to like that song or vibe with that song and showing them or making songs for your people, you know, like your fam, like, like your friends, people that, like, that they're going to enjoy and they're going to spread it for you. You don't even got to do anything for it. And that's, that's one thing I'm trying to do too as an artist be grassroots promotion. I'm really not trying to pour a bunch of money into promotion. If I'm dope, I'll make it around the block and back. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, it's, if, if, if it's meant to be, and it's meant to be spread all the way around the world, people will do that for you. And I feel like that's one of the problems and why the game is so crowded now, because it's at your fingertips with a few dollar bills. You can have fame just by pouring a few dollars in investing into yourself, which to me, that's kind of the least hip hop way to do something like that. Yeah. And, uh, several people I've had on the show that are, that are out there. They, uh, they talk about, you know, we talk about how you do have to sacrifice because it's a lot of time and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hours you got to put in to do that kind of quality material. Like, like the trill as fuck video is <laughs> like probably my favorite of yours is, like I want to know all about that because uh, the way it was shot, you know, and it's HD, and you you put out you present a high quality product to the people, which is also important because if it, if your stuff sounds like it was recorded on your cell phone or something, you know, then people probably won't listen to it for more than ten seconds. But, uh, right, like, exactly. Uh, See, I would rather I would I would rather not put anything out if I, before I would put out low quality stuff because that's automatically going to make people form an opinion about you, you know, and it's not going to be a high quality opinion just like your song is it, you know. Yeah. So, 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 what, what have you sacrificed? Like, like, if you, or if you haven't even thought about it, you know, all the hours in the studio when you, could, when you maybe could have just been doing something else or going to fucking Kings Island or something. <laughs> like, uh, like that's something yeah, I don't yeah. think uh, most people get. Well, um, I would say, I would say, as far like the weekends are, um, like going to clubs and going to the bars and stuff. Like, if you really want, like, I, I write the best in the morning. Like, I know that's weird to start that, that, but I write the best in the morning. And if I'm out all night and doing my thing and wake up at noon, I'm never going to write anything. The day is halfway over. I got to get shit done, you know what I mean? So I, I, I would just say I'd sacrifice, like, just going out and having a, like, having a good time when maybe I want to or something like that. But, again, with the freedom of lifestyle, with being a rapper and shit like that, you got to go out and you got to do things like that to get experiences to be able to speak on situations for other people, you know? So I will say I sacrificed some, but I haven't sacrificed too much because that's kind of the point of me being who I am as a rapper because freedom of the lifestyle, you know? Yeah. But, speaking of the lifestyle, but, <laughs> speaking of the lifestyle, <laughs> something that <laughs> I think you know where I'm, where I'm about to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> Oh, you talking about some? Uh, um, you talking about you talking about tweets? Yeah, um, you do not shy, shy. You're not shy about your use of uh, or, or smoking or doing different things on the records. 
and or in pictures. <laughs> Plenty of pictures that you can find right now yes, if you had yeah. JP correct. <laughs> so uh, you are you yeah. are that you are that guy. So uh with all the talk of uh it possibly being legalized and right here in Ohio and I know there was a meeting at a uh, city council recently and I don't know where, where they're going with it. Of course uh, Colorado made a lot of money but uh, well what's your opinion on this? Like should we legalize, you know, or decriminalize this in in Ohio? I I'm for I mean, yeah, they legalize it, sweet, but I think the legalization thing is kind of a uh it's kind of a lasso to get everyone into it and then now it's being taxed, now the government has control of it and you know, it's just something else. I just want it to be like tomatoes or something like that, you know, decriminalized to where you can grow it and it's just something that literally just grows on the side of the road or just grows in your backyard and it it nobody looks twice at it, you know? And I mean, I personally, I, I I think it's like a, it's a savior drug. It's a, not even a drug, you know, it's, it saved my life, saved my life from depression when I was 14 to 16. I was suffering from depression from 12 to mm-hmm. 16. And when I found, found weed my sophomore year, like I turned my life around. Like it was, it was wild. I was in the pills and everything because they were legal. Like I didn't know any better. And I found yeah, you know, found marijuana and it, it turned my life around. So I, I I personally think it should be decriminalized because I mean there's no sense in you know, you know throwing somebody in jail for a plant and there's no sense in letting the government get a hold of it considering that we already know how to run it ourselves. Yeah, you mentioned pills. Uh, well, um, I, I hope you uh, don't fuck around with those anymore. Oh no 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 absolutely not yeah like, I, that, that's the thing. Oh, it was it was a long time. It was when I was in high school, and thankfully, thankfully, it was before um like really like popular drugs like OxyContin and um uh, Percocet got popular. I was really into it when uh like muscle relaxers and stuff like that were a big deal, and it was a problem though. It's it's still a problem. It's uh I I can't believe how big of a fad it is, how big of a epidemic it is. You can't. It's almost as popular as people smoking weed now, as far as young people go. And that's and it's really sad because of the the deep hole that that leads to, and I'm glad I'm glad that I I went through that early, I'm glad, I went through that in my early teen years, so I got to I got to get over that quickly. Yeah, because I'll tell you this it was a couple of years ago. This guy I worked with, uh, I won't say his name, but uh, we'll just call him Harold. <laughs> Anyone that knows me knows when I say it. Give a fake name, it's actually the real name. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this guy is about thirty-seven or. 37 or 38, and, uh, you know, tax return time, you know, came around, and he got his refund, and he spent the whole thing, went to the nearest, you know, guy that he could spend, you know, hundreds of dollars in pills, you know, and it's just like, yeah, uh, he, I, like, not understanding, I'm like, why would anyone do that? <laughs> I have car. Oh, it's, oh, it's crazy, yeah, my, yeah, my, my buddy's mom, I, I know it's kind of fucked up, but he's, he could be listening right now, um, one time she she got her script she got her script filled up and took thirty thirty Percocet thirties thirty of them but just because she had them she had a script of three hundred and just because she had them and she ended up like two hours later almost overdosing and she threw up and then so she threw up all thirty of the things that she just snorted and threw up and almost overdosed on so it's it just seems like it's a like a suffering that never ends and it's just how can you stand there and let that happen to yourself. I don't know. It's it's all it's all a matter of morality and how you think how you value your own life though, so 
Yeah, everyone has a vice, but I mean, shit, at least pick a good one. Like, you know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. One that's one that's, one that's going to let you continue using the vice. You know what I mean? One that's not going to put you in the ground pushing daisies. It's like uh, alcohol. Like we both like to drink, but uh, I've never drank a four local in my life. And uh, recently, recently I saw you post, post a picture of four loco debating whether or not to buy one, and I was kind of curious as to why or your experience with that particular brand of alcohol slash energy oh, drink. I don't even know right. what the hell it is. I'm scared of it. Uh, what? Well, the reason I'm so the reason I ever drank it in the first place, I'm not a fan of fruity, you know, fruity energy spice, you know, like flavor drinks. You know, I'm not about that. I'm really just a beer or liquor guy, or I'd even fuck with some wine every once in a while. But this loco, the only reason I messed with it in the first place was because I found out that the recipe was invented by three Ohio State graduates, or you know, some some number of Ohio State graduates. And I was like, all right, I can mess with these people. You know what I mean? Like, I see them. And, I, you know, I, the first time I got them, I uh, drank two of them and blacked out. And I honestly don't remember that experience. Like, I don't remember any of it. The second time, I drank two, blacked out. I don't remember any of the experience. So, like, I don't – you know, how, how, how many beers can you drink and you probably don't black out? Just regular beers or Bud Light or – Oh, oh, I – oh, I, I will – I could probably drink. I could probably drink a like a a twelve pack of Miller High Life. You know what I mean? Sixteen yeah, you know, beers without blacking out. And that's just and that would be me getting hammered, like not blacked out. Like I'm when I say when I say blacked out, I mean like 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 your sleep blacked out. Like you don't remember any of it. Like like a big blackout. Like it was rough. And I didn't drink a four liquor ever since then. I have not drank a four liquor since. And I thought about it the other day. I was I was thinking about getting turned up, but I'm glad I didn't because uh, I ended up having a headlight out. And if I would have drank one of those and then tried to drive home, I would have got pulled over for sure. And, I, and and no one likes it. No one no one likes no one likes anyone on the road being hammered and blacked out. So I made a I made a good decision that night. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the only thing I I guess it would be good for is if you really gotta like go to sleep or something and yeah but not if you have to get up <laughs> if you have to get up in the morning that is not good for you like i'm it, it, it is i don't know what is in those i have not a clue but it works <laughs> really good if, if your desired effect is to be blacked out drink you could probably drink one as like one within 10 minutes if you if you guzzle it you'll be blacked out that's for sure I know, I know that sounds like pussy shit to be able to drink a, a fruity drink and be blacked out, but I'm telling you, any brother, anybody, any stature can go get one of those, two of those, and drink them and black out. Guaranteed. Four loco. Uh, they took them off the market, and um, I guess they're back now. And, well, they took, uh, they took some, yeah, they, they took something out of them. But I'll tell you what, too, though, the people that can put them down the hardest, though, go, on, go to a campus somewhere. You can find any little any little bitty in a dress, and she'll be putting down two of them. She'll be double fisting them, and still be functional. Tony, females females can put those down. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, it's, it's wild. <laughs> so, uh, um, speaking of females, and um, I don't know, uh, have you uh, you think you'll be married? Do you think you'll get married someday? You think you'll settle down and, and actually, uh, or do you hope to do that? <laughs> 
Uh, I do, I do. I hopefully I meet hopefully I meet the female before I uh, before I die. You know, what I mean, like considering I I feel like everyone rushes into uh, rushes into marriage and rushes into children. They just meet somebody in their area and you know kind of go with it just because they think that's what they're supposed to do. I hope to get married, but I don't want to I don't want to get married to anybody I've already met so far. You know what I mean? I feel like when I meet somebody that I want to marry. I want to know, you know, like I like. There's been a couple of times where I felt like I felt like I was in love enough to be married. But you, when you think about forever and you think about being faithful to that person, it's a difficult, it's a difficult task, especially if you're not 100% over head over heels in love. And also, I don't think that I'll go with the uh, the normal marriage. Uh, setup thing, I guess. I don't need all the government forms and everything. Like I might do like an actual wedding yeah. with a priest and everything, or just somebody or an ordained minister or whatever. But I don't need the government to give me a license. I don't need like I know who I love, and if I get this this lady a ring, I'm you know I mean that's official enough for me. Hopefully it's official enough for her. But I definitely hope to oh, get yeah, married and have kids someday. Plus, you got to pay What's a hell of a lot of money too. Just plus, you got to pay a hell of a lot of money too, just to get divorced and get away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It. So it's like, yeah, just trade rings or give, you know, whoever paid for the rings, give them back or take them, whatever, however you want to split it up, and then it's over. You know, I don't need to go through the government. I don't need to do that. Like, I know how to handle like my love relationships and things like that. I don't need no marriage license, and it's yeah. I, I but again, like I said, I hope you get married and have children one day. I hope to be a dad. So uh, you 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 come off and you seem like just just like really uh, like a cool happy guy, but uh, that's why I'm wondering. I'm ask you the following question: Like, do things ever bother you or, or just piss you off? As <laughs> like on a, any given day, be it on uh, Facebook or in life or in different situations, like what 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 things bother you or, or piss you off? Or are you just generally like normally cool and happy? <laughs> I I'm gen generally I'm pretty much always I'm pretty much always cool and happy, half glass glass half full, you know, like positive all the time. But like there are things that really, really, really irk me. Like um you said people like you said Facebook. People on like I'll start there. People on Facebook, they've been doing these things, like these challenges and stuff like that. Like one, this great mom challenge or whatever it is. And like they post pictures of them and their kids, or like this, uh, this some something other challenge. I can't remember what it was. And then now there's this fire challenge, and like all it is is like there was like the there's people posting selfies and stuff like that, and then these people setting themselves on fire. Challenges are supposed to be challenging. What are you doing? You know what I mean? And these people like and they're doing it on Facebook for likes and stuff like that. And to me, that bothers the shit out of me. Like, do you not realize that there there is a world and Earth? I mean, a universe beyond Facebook and the likes that you're getting, like, it bothers the shit out of me. Secondly, irrational and overreacted people, like people that make something from nothing, like as far as a dramatic situation, you know, something that like people that show up at work every day and they just complain about their life, just being dramatic and overreacting because I know that it could be worse. It could always, always always be worse. And that's one thing that bothers me too. People that um people that act like they're 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 suffering, you know, like yeah, sometimes you may be in an uncomfortable situation, but like I said, it could always always be worse. 
Oh yeah, like uh, I, I know some people in in real life, and they're they're always cool and fun to be around. But if you look at from what they post on Facebook, you think they're the most miserable son of a bitch <laughs> in the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like you get what you you get what you put in. So if you're if all you're projecting into the reality of everybody else, if all you're projecting is bad negative vibes, all you're gonna get is bad negative reactions, you know? And that's probably why it's a it's a endless vicious circle until you change yourself. And a lot of times people like that are ego driven so they feel like they're the, the victim, you know. So it's kinda of, it'll be hard for them to realize that, but that's the world we live in, I guess. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you my, my personal opinion on the whole thing, the whole Facebook and everything is uh, it makes it really easy for people. And, of course, all these things, beauty challenge, whatever it is people are doing on there at any given time. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like artists, artists will have their own website regardless if there's a Facebook or not. You know, <laughs> like like they have things they're doing and, and creating, and that's why it probably infuriates you because you're an artist, you're a creative person. And, you know, Facebook is, is pretty much like turning everyone into the same person. I mean, they, they post the same things. They're all doing the same things. They're all talking about the same things. And that that's my personal opinion of it. <laughs> it's like, like uh, I'm, that's why I hate the damn thing. But, you know, you got to use it because that's where everyone is. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, and that's one thing, too, that bothers me. is like, it... I'm really, I'm really into the, you know, the not status quo thing, and that's one thing that I'm finding so hard to do is delete my Facebook because I am an artist. That is pretty much my main form of promotion because, one, it's free, two, everyone's on it, you know. So it, it yeah. is difficult, but it is a useful tool. And people on Facebook make me mad, you know. Facebook doesn't make me mad. People on Facebook that, put dumb, that write dumb things or, you know, just don't contribute in any um, – beneficial or positive way, you know. But there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing you can do about it. It's a free website. Anybody can go on it and be a dumbass, you know, so it's it's whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> like we, we all know the people that you know, take a picture of themselves pretty much every day and put it on there. And it's, it's, I, know people, I, I know people that take this. I know people that take the same picture like three times and put it up within like three hours, like selfie after selfie, or she'd be like, or the bitch would be laying like laying against the wall one picture and then laying against the floor in the next picture, you know, and like it's the same picture but she's just laying somewhere else, you know. It's 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 crazy to me that people um people get so infatuated with themselves and it almost to me that this leads me. We talked we talked earlier about some of the questions we were going to talk about tonight. You said um the Columbus the Columbus music scene. That that also yeah. I feel like that has to that Facebook and social media makes everyone kinda of have this ego about themselves to where that they feel like a lot of shit is centered around them and it kinda of makes them feel like like if you notice girls posting pictures of them in bikinis or posting pictures after the gym in yoga pants and it just so happens to be posed correctly to where you can see their booty cheeks. They want fame of some sort, like likes or gratification, some type. And that's one thing I feel like the Columbus music scene is doing too as far as everyone wants to get out, everyone wants the fame, and they don't want to support anyone else because they're afraid that this, the fame or, or the break is going to come to somebody else before it will come to them if they support them, you know what I mean? Like I know, I know a select few rappers that don't share anybody else's music, they don't really fuck with anybody else's music, and they're in the Columbus yeah. scene, you know, and they're, and, they're, and they're decent artists too. They've got, they've got good people around them but they just choose not to support their fellow rappers and 
it's hurting the scene, and that's for sure. You know, it's kind of keeping um, a social separation. Yeah, so the hip hop scene here is one that may not exactly be striving because of that fact. They're more so failing, like rappers are clipped up or not promoting, not sharing other things. Because uh, uh, when you're uh, just asking everyone to, you know, or only, only like check out, check out my shit, my shit, my shit. You know, like like people, you like share my shit. That that's one that kind of bothers me. You know, like. People put it up fine, but, you know, if you have to ask someone to share it, it's kind of like, well, they, if they like it, they'll share it anyway. <laughs> it kind of makes people look kind of weak. When yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm, I'm thinking, too, is when people, and they'll, they'll tag 50, 60 people on it on in one status, you know what I mean? It's like I may, I may tag a few people in the comments, but it's people that have been talking to me about my music projects or people that really ask me to keep them, keep them posted. But I don't post, I, you know, I don't, I don't post. Uh, a Facebook uh, a song or a video, and then tag every music artist in Columbus because I don't support all of them. Like you know, I don't think that they're all good. You know, some some aren't good, and I'm also not gonna just post and tag the good the good rap artists because that's kind of keeping you in a click and it's not being open to everybody. And yeah, it kind of helps you spread your network, but to me, if if pe- if you're really showing general interest. People will share it. People will watch it, and they'll like it, and give you feedback, and follow you again if you actually deserve it. But Columbus, with Columbus the way it is, and social media, it just seems like it's ego driven nowadays, and it's not about teamwork. Like earlier, I talked about Brooklyn and Flatbush. ASAP Rocky came out of Flatbush, and he put Flatbush Zombies on. Like if if you look up the song um, Bath Salt by ASAP Mob and Flatbush Zombies. That was their first major song that they came out with, and they've been successful ever since. So he brought it, they brought it, like ASAP brought it back to the hood, when I know people from Columbus would not do that. I know that they wouldn't. Maybe a few, a select few, like the people like Submulock or uh, Copyright. Copyright would bring some love back. He just got signed, too, but he's in jail. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, fucking, uh, and it's much more gratifying to, uh, to uh, actually grow that fan base, you know, grassroots as you as you worded it earlier, as opposed to just paying for for YouTube views, and it's always so obvious too. You, you look in a video has ten ten thousand, hundred thousand views, but there's no no thumbs up, no yeah comments, yeah, no yeah three three likes and like maybe like three comments from like their girlfriends or whoever you know they know, and that in <laughs> larger large, in larger penis. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. It just, it just, it just shit. It either one of two things. It's either gonna, you know, it's either gonna work, or it's either gonna give you a really good idea of how much it didn't work really fast and how much money you wasted. And but the, like I said, if if they got if they got the money to if they got the money to promote it and they got the 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 ego to put it out, then they got the nerve to take what's coming to them. You know, as far as like judgment or like criticisms. Or whatever, but it does crowd the it does crowd the airwaves when people get egotistical and pay for pay for fanship. Yeah, it's a unfair advantage that can, in many cases, turn into a disadvantage <laughs> at the same time. Well, so, uh, well and it's not necessarily not necessarily an unfair unfair advantage because I mean I can pay for promotion just the same, but it's a matter of 
like I said, moral, you know, it's, it's your own morals and how you feel about how fulfilling your music and what you're actually doing is, you know. So, I mean, they, I, it could be a disadvantage to me the way I feel that way and not paying for, most, paying for promotion. It could be a disadvantage. But my personal beliefs, if I'm good enough, people will spread it. Yeah, and uh, I'm running out of time here. I'm about to get kicked off here in one minute. So I want to thank you for coming on, and uh, I have to talk more to you. Hell yeah, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Frankenstein shit, the deer shit, the green monster, the bling, and the bling bling. And I want you to roll it all.